I am very happy to be home. My home was a little bit mad at me, you know? This is not the first time that happens. Yes, that I come back, you know, four months away. Everything held on, you know, everything was okay. Till I come home and things start, start breaking. So it's my house saying, why did you leave me? <laughs> um, so I remember Ijaliakala used to tell me, when you leave, you have to talk to your house, you know, and you have to tell the house you're living and everything. Well, I am talking to my house before, you know, and I tell the house. And I also have like cameras and uh, an alarm system where I can actually talk. And I talk to my house from wherever I am, you know, and I say hello. But still, I think it got. So my heater broke this week. My smoke detector was beeping like crazy. Looks like the battery went off. And, but it's very high in the ceiling. And now I have to find somebody that has a big, a tall and big ladder to be able to, to get up there. So anyway, my car also has some things to say. <laughs> so anyway, making up with the house, with the car and, and everything. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I hope you are not mad at me. Because I, I was away. Well, I, I tried to catch up every time I could, yes? With the, with the English. Thank you. Thank you for, for being here. Thank you so much. So it's great to be here. And uh, I'm going to start with the I am behind. Uh, before I do that, I want to share with you that yesterday I had the honor, I would say, to present uh, to an association of uh that helps parents that lost uh, a son or a daughter, yeah? And, um, you know, these are very special souls too, yes? Because, you know, it's hard to, to even consider that you have an agreement or that they are here with you anyway, you know, or more than they are more with you now than they were before. Um, but, you know, it's people that really need you know, like maybe extra support because I I understand that the pain of losing a child, uh, it has to be unbearable, you know, in, in certain moments. But, you know, you can only find peace in, uh, in spirituality for everything, you know, for any problem that you have, the answers are in spirituality. I don't care if it's Ho'oponopono or not, whatever works for you. But I always tell you that to find the path, to find your path, to find what works for you also, that gives you a lot of peace too. So um, uh, because of that and because somebody, you know, messages sometimes come from different places, yes? So remember in my monthly classes, uh, Roxana, that is one of our moderators, um, she was telling me, Mabel, I think you should do, do a class about death, you know? And then here comes this invitation, you know, to present to this organization. So, yes, I'm, I'm going to work on, on that. And I don't have that many people in English that are interested. Well, remember the one that I offer 
that it was from fear, from love, uh, from fear to love, the class about fear and everything that I think is also very important. Only two people said, "Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, let's do it in English." Okay, so let's see how many. <laughs> let's see if we get four <laughs> for for a for a class talking about death. <laughs> And then you you complain because I do a lot of things in Spanish. Okay. I am the eye. I come forth from the void into light. I am the... I am the... <laughs> I am the eye. I come, forth, I come forth from the void into light. I am the... Oh, my goodness. I can't believe this. I am the... <laughs> I am the... I am the breath that nurtures life. How could I forget? I am that emptiness, the hollowness beyond all consciousness. The I, the it, the all. I draw my bow of rainbows across the waters. The continuum of mind with matters. I am the incoming and outgoing of breath. The invisible and touchable breath. The undefinable atom of creation. I am the I. I am the breath. I am the breath. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've been speaking uh, English, uh, Spanish too much. So I shared last week, yes, about um, the experience in uh, Teotihuacan. We got a lot of messages. Uh, it was beautiful because we connected also different places, you know, in the sweat lodge and then... Uh, in, a, a channeling that we got at night. Uh, you know, that's a secret. So um, uh, with with uh, our big brothers, yes, from the stars. Yes, so we got a lot of different messages and things. Well, one of the messages that I was given about my next book, I wasn't planning to, re to write any more books, guys. Uh, okay, so the easiest way... Is a way to understanding the Ho'oponopono. There is a way to live. Uh, my reflections on Ho'oponopono. There is a way to grow. Malugia de Happy City. Zero Frequency. Seven books. I'm not a writer. Did you know I'm not a writer? <laughs> I just write from my heart because I want to get to more people. I want to get with this message. You know, my mission is to wake you up. It's not teaching you anything. It's about waking you up. And, and uh, I, I come a little bit sad because always somebody, a comment there, why do I charge, you know, for the things? And you don't know how much that hurts. It hurts because that means I failed. I didn't wake up that person, okay? A ver, let's see, Torah. Thank you, Mabel Ho'oponopono, saved me, comforting me and my son when we lost him almost 13 years ago. With time, I miss him more. He's perfect in every way, as we are all. Thank you. Thank you, Tora. And Tora is one of those persons that is willing to pay. You know, she, she belongs to the membership and she, she signs up for the, for the classes. Thank you, Tora. I, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate your commitment. And God is always there because, you know, 
God, the universe is always watching us and we get based on our commitment and everything. So anyway, I I, get, I got very emotional, Tora, uh, because of, of your comment, but but also I, I came very emotional too because of this comment, you know, about why do I make money? Like I keep the money. <laughs> like, like the money comes on me, you know, look. I mean, crazy. I, I pay more than 20 people every month. And during the pandemic, they, you know, nobody in my company had to worry about anything. They got paid every month. Yes, they didn't have to worry. Or oh, what am I gonna do? And or they lowered my 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 salary. They reduced my hours. Nothing. Yeah, and everything has a cost. Even you know, the technology I'm using and everything. So anyway, it hurts really when people don't don't appreciate, you know, or don't appreciate the, the preparation that we had or how much we invested, you know, in, in ourselves to prepare ourselves. But anyway, uh, I, I just needed to say it, sorry. Um, Juanita, I trust and let go. Definitely. Juanita comes to all the... All the uh, on the spiritual journeys and she's willing to even get on camels and fall down from camels and everything and she comes back for more <laughs> okay thank you flora thank you thank you thank you um let's see what mariela says you charge because it's also an investment you need an income to be able to do what you do and it is only fair to pay for an invaluable time and teacher you give us thank you thank you now i know that many of you appreciate it and that's why also you have stories to tell me good stories yes and that doesn't mean that you have to pay to have a good but the thing is that again you're not receiving it from me it comes from the from the universe yes and also i'm i know that if i would be doing something wrong <laughs> Uh, God wouldn't allow me to do it, yeah? But again, it's the, the money doesn't come from me. And I want you to know, you know I have an affiliate program, yes? And if I don't do things, and if I don't charge, you don't make money, okay? So, for example, last month, the Spanish ones, yeah, the affiliates made a lot of money, uh, but good money. Um, you know, some of them over a thousand dollars a month, and this is a part-time thing. And sometimes not even part-time because once it's your client, whatever they keep buying, you get commissions. So people that sign up for membership, if you sign up through somebody else, that person makes money every time you renew, for example. Or some people buy a product, but then they keep buying other products or they come to a, a spiritual journey. You know, so a lot of people like last month was a very good month for many people because I charged for some classes because there was the the spiritual journeys. You know, people made money with Egypt, made money with uh, Teotihuacan or things like that. So, I mean, I share with you too. <laughs> okay. For those of you, because then you ask, okay. If you want to know more, is www.mabelcast.com forward slash affiliates. Okay? For that, you have to, to go there. And uh, to become a member, 
Yes, in our, if you want to join our Ho'oponopono family, it's a very special family because, you know, we are kind of on the same frequency and um, we think alike. We are supporting each other in times like we are living. We all have challenges, yes? So it is wonderful. So if you want to join our Ho'oponopono family, that includes, beside the library, beside the private forum, uh, beside the daily inspirational cards, the weekly audios, etc., etc., my monthly class. And this month, I can already tell you, is not published yet, uh, but the theme for the class this month is about depression. Pain, pain, liberating ourselves. I don't remember how we how the title exactly is, but it, but we are going to talk about pain. We are going to talk about depression and things like that because those are things that we definitely need to cut with, you know, and kind of uh, eradicate it from from our life or find that middle path that I want to talk to you today. Yes, because if we talk about happiness and, and the theme for today is about happiness, um, we have to walk the middle path, the one that Buddha used to talk. And that's the one that we walk with Ho'oponopono. Yes, every time that we use the tools or, or anything, we are just coming back to present, balance, middle path. Yes, and, and this is very, very important. Okay, so are you ready? First, I think I'm going to share something that Osho said about happiness. He, uh, Osho says happiness depends on unhappiness. My effort here is to create bliss, not happiness. Happiness is worthless. It depends on unhappiness. Bliss is transcendence. One moves beyond the duality of being happy and unhappy. One watches both. Happiness comes, one watches, and does not become identified with it. One does not say, I am happy. Peace, it is wonderful. One simply watches and one says, yes, a white cloud is passing. And then comes unhappiness. And one does not become unhappy either. One says, a black cloud passing. I am the witness, the watcher. This is what meditation is all about, just becoming a watcher. And remember, Ho'oponopono is becoming the watcher too, like a meditation. Yes, when you don't react, when you don't identify, when you become the observer. Failure comes, success comes. You are praised, you are condemned, you are respected, you are insulted. All kinds of things come they are all dualities. And you go on watching, watching the du duality. A third force arises in you. A third dimension arises in you. But we are not talking about the 3D here, okay? Another dimension. The duality means two dimensions. One dimension is happiness, another is unhappiness. Watching both, a death arises in, in you. The third dimension, witnessing. So remember, we always talk about becoming the observer. This is what meditation is all about, just becoming, okay, that I read. 
And that third dimension brings bliss. Bliss is without any opposite to it. It is serene, tranquil, cool. It is ecstasy without any excitement. So how, how do we say uh, even kill? <laughs> yes, or something like that. Like, you know, that middle pass is very, very important. No extremes. I remember there was a class that we did where I was talking about electricity. Yeah. So if you put, plug in on something that has less power, the, the instrument, the artifact doesn't work. Not enough, yes? So that's one extreme. If you put it and overload it because it's, you are giving it more power of what it needs, it burns. Yeah, so that's life too. You have to walk the middle path if you are finding, if you want happiness and if you want wisdom. Okay? Most of us want to attain happiness. Most of us seek out greater meaning in life through our personal relationships, workplace experiences, and lifelong decisions. But how do we achieve a higher level of well-being? What steps can we take to get there? In Mahaya, Mahaya, Mahayana, Maya, or Mahayana Buddhism, the search for happiness and meaning is through the middle path. Path, where moderation of behavior brings harmony to life. Buddhist teaching is neither a path of denial nor of affirmation. It shows us the paradox of the universe within and beyond the opposites. It teaches us to be in the world but not of the world. This realization is called the middle way. In the monastery, we contemplated the middle way. At twilight, a hundred monks could be found sitting in the open air meditation pavilion, surrounded by the towering trees, dense green forests, reciting these original verses. There is a middle way between the extremes of indulgence and self-denial, free from sorrow and suffering. This is the way to peace and liberation in this very life. And I'm going to repeat that. There is a middle way between the extremes of indulgence and self-denial, free from sorrow and suffering. This is the way to peace and liberation in this very life. If we seek happiness purely through indulgence, we are not free. And if we fight against ourselves and the world that we are not free, and the world we are not free, it is the middle path that brings freedom and happiness. This is an universal truth discovered by all of those who awaken. It is as if while traveling through the great forest, one should come upon an ancient path, an ancient road traversed by people of former days. Even so, even so have I monks seen an ancient path 
an ancient road traversed by the rightly enlightened ones of former times, said the Buddha. The, I, I'm going to repeat this. This is what the Buddha said. It is as if while traveling through a great forest, one should come upon an ancient path, an ancient road traversed by people of former days. Even so, have I monks seen an ancient path, an ancient road traversed by the rightly enlightened ones of former times. So I my, my interpretation is like you would plug in to that wisdom when you are in that middle path. And in Ho'oponopono, we say when you are present, when you are in balance, yes? When you let go, you come back, yes, to present. You are aligned, you know, with God, with the universe. You can be inspired. So suddenly you know things or you, when you act from inspiration, it is completely different. The middle way describes the middle ground between attachment and aversion between being and not being, between form and emptiness, between free will and determinism. The more we delve into the middle way, the more deeply we come to rest between the play of opposites. So it is important for us to know if we are really wanting, you know, happiness and freedom and peace, you know, where are we going to find it? It's not going to be in the extremes. Okay, I think it's important so we don't keep wasting time looking, you know, because when I have that, then I'll be happy. There is neither going forward nor going backward. There is neither nor standing still. To discover the middle way, he went, uh, Ajahn Cha went on, try to be mindful and let things take their natural course. Then your mind will become still in any surroundings, like a clear forest pool. All kinds of wonderful rare animals will come to drink at the pool, and you will clearly see the nature of all things. You will see many strange and wonderful things come and go, but you will be still. This is the happiness of the Buddha. Yeah? So be still, the no mind. So every time that you realize you are in your mind, that you are in your stories, yes, that you're watching, you know, and replaying all those memories, let go. Learning to rest in the middle way requires a trust in life itself. It is like learning to swim. I remember first taking swimming lessons when I was seven years old. I was skinny, shivering boy, flailing around, trying to stay afloat in a cool pool. But one morning there came a magical moment lying on my back when I was held by the teacher and then released. I realized that the water would hold me, that I could float. I began to trust. And you know, we got that message in Egypt, you know, where we were in this, uh, it wasn't a ship, 
it wasn't a yacht, <laughs> it was something. Okay, and the message in the meditation that we did, yeah, we were uh, across from Isis temple. And before going, we decided, you know, to be, uh, to stop in the middle of the river, you know, and meditate. And the message that came was about, you know, how we were, the water was holding us. And that's the way that God holds us too. Yeah, realizing that is very important. Trusting in the middle way, there is an ease and grace. A cellular knowing that we too can float in the ever-changing ocean of life, which has always held us. Okay, I didn't know that that was coming. Uh, Buddhist teaching invites us to discover this ease everywhere in meditation, in the marketplace, wherever we are. See, this is about being, you know, aligned, being at zero, you know, living at zero frequency, wherever you are, you know, online at the bank, uh, waiting to pay at the, at the, in the supermarket. In the middle way, we come to rest in the reality of the present, where all the opposites exist. T.S. Eliot called this the still point of the turning world, neither from nor towards, neither arrest nor movement, neither flesh nor fleshless. The sage Santideva or Santideva calls the middle way complete non-referential ease. The perfect wisdom text describes it as realization of such suchness beyond attainment of good or bad, ever present with all things as both the path and the goal. So you understand when we talk about setting goals, and I always tell you your goal should be to be at peace. That's simple. And it's easier of what you think. Because again, you know, happiness is a decision. Everything is neutral. You just put the label. You decide what is easy, what is difficult, what is nice, what is ugly. What do these mysterious words mean? They are attempts to describe the joyful experience of moving out of time, out of gaining, out of duality. They describe the ability to live in the reality of the present. As one teacher put it, the middle path, the middle path does not go from here to there. It goes from there to here. It's coming back to us. The middle path describes the presence of eternity. In the reality of the present, life is clear, vivid, awake, empty, and yet filled with possibility. When we discover the middle path, we neither remove ourselves from the world nor get lost in it. We can be with all our experience in its complexity, with our own exact thoughts and feelings and drama as it is. We learn to embrace tension, paradox, change. Instead of seeking resolution, waiting for the core at the end of a song, we let ourselves open and relax in the middle. 
In the middle, we discover that the world is workable. We need to open to the way things are. Of course, we can always imagine more perfect conditions, but it should be ideally how everyone else should behave. But it's not our task to create an ideal. It is our task to see how it is and to learn from the world as it is. For the awakening of the heart, conditions are always good enough. And you know, even more than that, you are good enough. You are okay, just the, just the way you are. And that's very, very, very important that you know. Because if you feel okay, you know, in your own skin, and you know how valuable you are, how powerful you are, you wouldn't be engaging with fear right now, yes? So important not to engage with the things and maintain, you know, your vibration uh, high, yes? And, and walk, you know, in this zero-frequency state, you know, as much as you can. Because then you are guided, you are protected. There is nothing you need to worry about. Okay. Um, so let's see what's going on here. Tijuana, Juanita sends the rainbows. Flora, uh, the hearts. Thank you. Uh, Lily says, now I'm more open to just let it go. Yes, it's about letting go, guys, realizing, not engaging, you know, with so much thought. Um, Eva says, thank you for the way you teach Ho'oponopono. I enjoy one, if, uh, one of your seminars in Spain. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I always said that I, I, I show you the practical part, you know, because I am still an intellectual person. I come from the business world. So, you know, and I understand intellects. <laughs> yes. So the idea is how to explain these profound concepts, you know, Ho'oponopono, spirituality. Yes, God, you know, in, in an easy way, you know, for the intellect to grab it. And as I always tell you, if you are happy the way you are and everything, you have to keep doing whatever works for you. Yeah. Uh, oh, Anna, saludos desde Cancún. Oh, I'm so sorry for you that you are in Cancún. <laughs> um, and Lily says, I agree so much. When I was obsessed with the search of happiness, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself, wondering if I was doing it right. I'm blaming myself when I felt I failed doing the practices. Yeah, we think, you know, okay, I need that to be happy. We are always pushing, yes, instead of being, you know. In Tao, uh, you know, they, they, they talk about we are here just to be, not to do, yeah. But we got into this programming of the doing and the doing and the doing. And, and many of us also put a lot of pressure on ourselves. You know, we are not good enough if we don't get everything done or if we don't, uh, uh, if we, we are not, we don't do it perfect or, or things like that. Yeah, we, we are not nice to ourselves. Um, Fala from Bosnia, Volinte, Sera. Thank you. 
just love, just trust, let go. We appreciate a lot what you do. Thank you. And your lovely gifts. Thank you, Eva. Thank you. Luna. Hi, Mabel. Please talk a little bit about the difference in using the words in English and other languages. I noticed some then translated different from Morna and Dr. Yale. Okay, so good question. Just follow your, your own inspiration. Hold on, who asked that? Uh, Luna. Luna, it's very important that you follow your own inspiration and you do it your way. Did you know that? You can always ask, how do I clean? How do I erase? And maybe you will get somehow, yes, it could be a voice, it could be a sign, it could be just a thought, you know, and you will know here, not here. You will doubt, but no. Okay, come back here. So trust yourself on the way. So as you know, Ho'oponopono became famous with four phrases. I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, and I love you. But that's that's when he became famous, yes? But Ho'oponopono comes from very far, you know, back. And, and the way we do Ho'oponopono is just by repeating thank you or just by repeating I love you, okay? Like a parrot, yeah? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, love you, any combination. But if you guys learn the four phrases and it feels good and you have incorporated, it's natural, kind of automatic, you do what works for you. Many of you use my I let go and trust, yes, or I'm not going to worry, yes, or things like that. So, um, very, very important that you uh, do again what works for you. But there are many ways of, of doing Ho'oponopono. We didn't do the breathing. <laughs> That's another way of doing Ho'oponopono. Let's, we are going to do the breathing here now before I forget. Uh, but um, there are many, many ways. So what is it that works for you, Luna? If there is no right or wrong way of doing Ho'oponopono. It's just your way. So you get, you listen, you know, you, you know, um, you find out different ways and you say, that works for me. And also it might change moment by moment, yes, that you use it. So the most important is not that you start thinking what is the right tool for this kind of problem, is that you go to the cleaning as soon as you can, yes, and, and remember, we have to do this all the time, but especially when you are about to engage, when you are about to worry, when you are about to buy fear or whatever, and you go, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So you are overriding, okay, the thinking. You are overriding the emotions. You are overriding your reactions to the problem. So now you can become the observer, yeah? You can come back to present. You can connect with divinity. Oh, I have to, to tell you something that, you know, I received it in, in Spanish. I'm going to translate it. I don't know why I'm so thirsty today, but it's good. Good that I'm drinking water. Somebody sent me this. I'm going to do my best to translate it. Um, so you know the Michelangelo 
um, um, the drawing in the 16 uh, uh, chapel, okay, where God and men are reaching, you know, with the fingers. Okay. So this is amazing, the interpretation. Okay, listen to this. In the uh, drawings, okay, the finger, God's finger is extended to the max. Okay? Okay? But Adam's finger is not. Adam's finger is like this. So God completely stretched and extended, but Adam's is not. Okay? So they are not touching. And the sense of the art, says, is that God is always there. God is always extending. Always God is right there. But, but, uh, but the decision is from man. Man has to make the decision to reach out. Okay? If man wants to, and woman, yeah, and women, wants to touch God, will have to stretch. So that means that we'll have to go and look for God. Okay? Make a little bit of an effort. Yeah? We want it. Oh, no. God, come on. Yes? Entitlement. No, you will have to. But that's why I found the easiest way to reach to God. Yeah? To ask, to, to give permission to God, you know, to help us, to protect us to inspire us, yes, with the, the, with the right things, to bring us whatever is right and perfect. And because, because um, Adam doesn't have the extending, yeah, this represents free will. So are you going to extend and connect? Or you're gonna, eh, I'm a victim. <laughs> okay, God doesn't love me. Okay, yeah, so you will have to do a little effort, a little, because with, with Ho'oponopono, just saying thank you, I, just saying I love you, you are reaching out. You're not to God, you are connecting to God. You're asking for help. You have to ask for help because you have free choice. Important. I thought it was amazing. Okay. Breathing high. <laughs> Breathing high is another way of doing Ho'oponopono. And when we do use this cleaning tool, we breathe and we count. Okay? So... Uh, we are going to inhale and exhale through the nose. I explain this every week because we always have new people, okay? So just in case. But we put our back straight, feet on the floor. We put these three fingers together. And then we interlock it to form the infinity sign, okay? We put it on our legs or wherever is comfortable. Just relax, yes? 
So the way we do it is as I inhale through the nose, I count seven. So I inhale, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then I hold my breath, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then I exhale through my nose, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then I hold my breath again, no breath, no breathing. I'm not breathing. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's one time we do that seven times. Inhale, hold, exhale, hold, seven, 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 seven. And we do that seven times. Okay? If you are in a safe place, you can close your eyes. Good. Let's practice. Thank you. Thank you, Flora. Uh, Flora says, um, oh, I remember when uh, when we did the money um, course. I don't know which one, though. Me fluye el dinero. You put the example of the blind people. Yeah, I did. I I forgot about that one. That also, you know, blind people are always looking for the middle path. Yeah, they never walk on the extremes, so they are always looking for the extremes, not to go there, and to be able to go the middle path. I think that's what it was. Yes, Flora. And Lily says, "What do you think about Sufism?" Muslim mystics that uh, use mantras that include asking for forgiveness to reach God or what they call ultimately love and happiness. I cannot talk about that because I don't know Lily, so I would, you know, be saying BS. I don't know, but whatever works that will give you happiness, you know. Uh, in hope, all I can talk about is Ho'oponopono, you know, forgiveness is included, like when we use the thank you, the I love you, when we do the breathing ha, um, you know, we are coming to God, you know, as little children, yeah, and uh, innocent, yes, um, and we said, I'm sorry, please forgive me for whatever is in me that created this, 
but that was replaced by the thank you, by the I love you, by all the tools, the different tools. What, what I'm going to share with you, Lily, that I will never forget is uh, that we did, when I was at uh, Ashram, Osho's Ashram in India many years ago, there are so many meditations that, that we did there, so different, because you always think of meditation like this, yes? And then, you know, when we did uh, classes with meditation, you know, I confirm why I always say the Ho'oponopono in my, my 24-hour meditation, no? Um, e, and um, we, one of the meditations uh, was that we had to go uh, around like the Sufi dancers, yes? Till we drop, you know, it was counterclockwise. They gave us a great tip because I said, I thought, oh my goodness, I'm gonna get dizzy. I don't think I can do this. But they gave us the the tips or how to put, you know, the hands and just to look at the hand. And I was actually almost the 45 minutes that we had to go around. You know, and uh, and, it, and it was so interesting. It was such a, a a great a great experience. You know, of how the the body can move. Or we had meditations where uh, the the body would just shake, and and it was shaking in a way that it was unbelievable. Then, if I I actually tried to do it, and I couldn't do it if I wanted to. It, it is like I don't know. The the body has. We know it's intelligent, yes, and it has its own intelligence and it knows what to do, in or, you know, in order to let go. But that Sufi thing that we did at the, the ashram, uh, I mean, uh, that was an unbelievable experience. And how, you know, the body really let go. It gets to the point that you drop, you know, and how... Talking about holding, you know, we were talking about the water holding us, yes, and how life holds you and how the universe and God holds you, uh, sustains you. Yeah, you say that? Okay. Um, and talking about the floor, because when you drop, the, they, they actually gave us instruction. You just fall. You know, and 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 I had the experience of bouncing because they said the the earth will catch you with the same amount of energy or force that you fall, and 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 then there is that example of why drunk people don't get hurt when they fall because they don't resist the fall. We are always resisting things. That's why we make things worse. So life could be much easier if we don't resist things. We see them as neutral. We can really become the observer. See? So that applies to everything. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Juana says, listening and spending time with you fills my soul with energy and love. Oh, thank you, Juanita. Okay, guys, I'm going. Thank you. Thank you, Luna. Okay, just in case I'm going to read the piece of art because lately I've been messing up. 
Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. And I think I'm going to be here with you next Saturday too, okay? Uh, peace be with you, all my peace, the peace that is I, the peace that is I am, the peace for always, now and forever and evermore. My peace I give to you, my peace I live with you. Not the world's peace, but only my peace, the peace of I. God bless you. I'm, I'm always honored by your presence, your commitment, and, and thank you. Thank you for your trust. I love you guys. See you next week. Bye.